Time to get in the huddle with the Broncos Radio Network's Mike Rice on the team. And with us right now on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line from 850 KOA, Broncos Radio Network, Mike Rice. Mike, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Uh, Jim, thank you. Same to you and uh, the whole crew and and Buckeye. It's just uh, I, it's it's my favorite time of year. It really is. So I I don't did I ask you this on Tuesday your favorite sports Christmas gift? You did, and okay. it was my my you know those metal electric football games. That's right, the electric football game. I was talking about the one yeah. that I have the Broncos in Seattle and show how old it was because it was there were AFC West foes <laughs> at that time. So it's, it's been a day or two. Um, yeah. So I, I I thought I asked you that, but thank you for uh, for refreshing my memory on that. Sure. Um, Ronnie Hillman's passing, you know, with this week yeah. where he lost, you know, Franco Harris, Steelers great. Now Ronnie Hillman, who none of us knew that that Ronnie was battling cancer and was in hospice, and and just as we found out that that he was fighting for his life, uh, he he lost his life at the age of thirty one. What a what, what a sad, tragic story. Far too young uh, to to die at the age of thirty one. Yeah, no kidding. And you put it well. I mean, he's just a soft spoken guy who didn't draw attention to himself but played pretty well by and large i mean it was a member of the super bowl team right if i recall right and correct love them a rushing yardage and touchdowns that year yeah yeah and yeah you know just a guy who kind of just showed up and did his job right and did it pretty well most times nothing flashy uh certainly not a superstar but you got to have those guys that that just to handle their business and ronnie seemed to be one of those players just a, like I said, a quiet guy. C.J. Anderson kind of eventually, you know, took over as the leading rusher. They did it kind of with those two in tandem for most of the regular season. But, uh, you know, Ronnie had some, some big plays during that regular season, some explosive runs that, you know, that, that Broncos offense, you know, wasn't like it had been previously with, with Peyton Manning. He was obviously in the twilight of his career. Broncos passing game was still good, but not to the level it was when he was, you know, set the, the touchdown record and some of those things. But that that running game became such a big part of their success that Super Bowl Fifty season. Yeah, always always have to have that right. I mean, you're able to to work clock and keep possessions going. And Ronnie was a big part of that. And you're right, the quarterback play that year. I mean, the Osweiler Manning or the Manning Osweiler tandem statistically not very good. But you know, Jim, they they did enough to find a way, right? And Hillman was certainly a part of that, as you described with with the rushing attack. And uh, you know that was. You know, unlike the the year when they played Seattle in the Super Bowl, it was all about the offense, right? And and that's when John Elway said we got to find a defense, and they did. And the defense was the biggest reason they won the Super Bowl that year. Russell Wilson will will play Sunday, and uh, that announcement happened right after uh, the Broncos win against Arizona on, on Sunday. That Nathaniel Hackett said Russ is back at quarterback next week, and uh, Russ talked yesterday about his excitement about being back on the field and and taking on the Rams, and in trying to build on what was a, a really good performance against Kansas City before he got hurt, what are your expectations, Mike, of what you hope to see from Russ back the quarterback spot and this offense, and can they keep building on what they've done the last couple of football games? Yeah, that's what I want to see, Jim. I don't know, I don't know if I'm quite at the point, honestly, if I expect to see it, because I'm still, I'm still not at a place where I trust the offense. But I do think there's no question the offense has been more productive the last two weeks. Uh, I certainly hope they can continue that pattern. Uh, I I know we disagree 
some on this point, but I, I, I like the fact that Russell's going to be back out there trying to get some things accomplished and ultimately try to win the football game, right? I mean, that's what the Broncos want to do. So I hope all of that gets done and more, right? I hope they look great. I hope they put up a ton of points. Uh, I, I hope that, that they start or continue to look like a real offense because, let's face it, through the first 12, 13 games, they didn't look like any kind of real offense that you want to <laughs> that you want to show mom, right? So mom or dad, so to speak. So um, I, I hope all that happens. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that they'll continue to um, progress as they have in each of the last two games. And it's building off the running game because that that's where you know the last two weeks, in particular the Arizona game, Mike. That's where we've seen the offensive sets come from has been what they've been able to do on the ground. It just it just seems like that you know that, that now that they're better on first down. They they made it a lot easier for for Russ in the, in the Kansas City game to make plays. And yes, for Brett Ripon, he did get sacked seven times. That's not good, and that's something that's going to have to improve. That they're going to have to improve upon. But they were for the most part, I thought, able to stay out of some of the really ugly down and distance, you know, falling behind the chains like we've seen so many times throughout the course of the season. That that running game has been, you know, I think a big part of, of why they've been able to turn some things around, in particular in the second half. First half, sometimes it's looked a lot like the same, but the second half, the halftime adjustments have been really, really good for the Broncos the last two weeks. Yeah, all really good points, Jim, and, and the adjustments I think showed up in in the sack total. I mean, the, the Cardinals had six sacks in the first half and just one in the second. That was certainly an improvement, and I I mean, you've got two backs who have been around a little bit and who have been productive, and Latavius Murray had his most productive game as a Bronco with 130 yards and Marlon Mack chipping in a touchdown and the guy that that brings a little bit of a speed pop to that offense. And I I would expect that the Broncos would try to get some things done on the ground again. Why wouldn't you? And you know what, Jim? We talked about it uh, on Tuesday. This is what Nathaniel Hackett said they were going to do but then didn't when the season started, which was you be a team that uses the running game effectively, um, uses play action off of it, and uses Russ's, Russ's mobility throughout. And then they start the season and they start throwing the ball 45 or 50 times and are operating at a shotgun, even in the red zone. So I, 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 I hope that Clint Kubiak can still dial up runs and, and the guys can execute him. Uh, to where they're productive, because to me, it's just a part of the a staple of the Broncos' offense that simply has to be there moving forward. Mike Rice, eight fifty KOA Broncos Radio Network, joining us on the team today. Rams coming up on Sunday. Aaron Donald, as far as uh, whether they're going to see him Sunday or not, remains uh, somewhat up in the air, dealing with an ankle injury. Did not practice yesterday, so that would that would make life a whole lot easier for that Broncos offensive line if one of the NFL's best offensive players uh, sits it out on Christmas Day. But I, I think I think one, he's feeling a little weak, Jim. I think he may need to take another uh, yeah. take another breather. I mean, Aaron, it's <laughs> you know it's it, it, it's only a four win season. You're not going back to the yeah. playoffs. You're not going to defend the Super Bowl. Why? Why would you do? It? It's Christmas. You know, sit back, sit on the sidelines with maybe a nice eggnog or some hot chocolate and just watch the rest of the guys, right? I think that's – hopefully that's what he'll do on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, Russ is ready, so Russ can cook. Aaron's not not quite ready, so yeah. I think he needs to needs to take – take you know, put the slippers on and put the bathrobe on and just kind of 
kind of chill a little bit on Sunday. Order out. Just go ahead and order yeah. out, Aaron. You don't have to cook. Yeah. Just order out. That's and, it. And uh, just stay on the sidelines. But, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, the Quinn Miners looks like he'll be back after he uh, took that shot in the eye, and that was kind of scary uh, in, in Sunday's game. But he's got a big old shiner. And and, and Luke Wattenberg, who who got manhandled by, by Kansas City's defensive front the week before, Wattenberg got thrown back in there. And, and I thought Luke Wattenberg – you know, bounce back pretty nicely after just like I said, getting getting abused by Chris Jones and Frank Clark on on several occasions the week before. Yeah, I mean that would be, you know, all all respect to, and no disrespect meant to Luke, but another reason why I think the Broncos would love to see Aaron Donald on the sideline because you don't want a repeat of the Kansas City game if if Wattenberg has to play any any amount of snaps. And I, I'm joking a little bit, but. It just points to the fact, Jim, that this Broncos offensive line has been decimated by injuries. And it's been hard to see. I, I don't know, quite honestly, how good of an offense it would have been all year had that unit been primarily healthy through most of the season. But I, I got to believe that it wouldn't have been this difficult to move the ball and score points if it had been.